Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy a boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome, this is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Barry the Boater, Mike the Mariner, rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information on this 4th of July weekend. Hopefully you're making the best of it, eating all the hot dogs you can, well, your stomach can handle. And whether you're grilling them out on the uh, back of your vessel or just celebrating the holiday with family and friends, uh, you know, we're glad you've... uh, Decided to join us for a little bit as we, uh, you know, partake on this virtual cruise. Who knows? There might be a sparkler or two set off or an M80. Uh, and, 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 you know, it's anybody's guess, but it's, chances are it'll be highly illegal. But that's just how we roll or how we float, I guess. Right, Barry? You think? Yeah. I'll see. Ten, five. Ten, five. What ten. Do you- so, I don't know. Yeah, what he has all there. of his digits. Oh, yeah, well, see, Barry, <laughs> Barry is the crew member of the world of boating. He has a tendency to like to blow crap up. He doesn't wait for the 4th of July. So no, absolutely not. Are you Hold doing on. one of your special, uh, I don't know. Explosions. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, I don't know yet. We'll see. You don't know. I've, okay. I've, I've been uh, planning on uh, doing some. Yeah. I've been planning on doing that. We'll see what happens. Okay. All right. Well, if you read anything in the news next week about a homeowner in South Florida blows up neighborhood, you'll know. Or if know. we see a mushroom cloud over. You, exactly. You, know. you, you are warned. <laughs> and, uh, you know, uh, plan accordingly. All right. So, um, you know, I don't know. Do we have any uh, Fourth of July type things to navigate through today, Captain Patrick, or no? What do you think? No, because last time you said specifically stay away from such things. So I did not pull any 4th of July stories. However, I did want to take this opportunity to uh, say that um, there was something that you were very fond of, Greg. And uh, I will admit on air that I was wrong about this thing. What? I had the the opportunity to actually watch Bohemian Rhapsody uh, yesterday. Wow! And I know, Way to catch I know up it, with the '90s, Patrick. Hey, initially, <laughs> initially, because again, something that you were, and we we are both fans of Queen, and yes, you are, we are still after me for my autographed News of the World album, yes, which you will never get. You have willed uh, it to me uh, after you pass away. Yes, I yeah, got it. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I know at the time I said that you know it wasn't necessary. It was going to be a big, disappointing heap of pile of burning uh, refuse, huh. and I was wrong. Um, it was you enjoyed it it was it was worse than that really it was was god awful it was it was wow it was it it felt like i was watching a second-rate abc after school special oh jeez um it what what did it just show up in your like uh it was like free streaming uh, service or something like on netflix okay well something like i I mean it's been out for like years now patrick it's two years two years okay uh just nothing new there. Absolutely wretched directing. Uh, I'll t- I will say this: the the um, the guy who played Freddie Mercury. No, not yeah. Rami Malek. 
He won the, a, he won like an Oscar for it, but he, he did win like an Oscar. They actually call them Oscars, okay. not like an Oscar. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, but, but you thought he sucked too. The, huh? the like the like an Oscars are called Golden Globes. Uh-huh. Um, okay. What I was really impressed with was the musical uh, uh techniques because often yeah. when you see people that are on camera and they're playing an instrument and you know they 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 don't know how to play the instrument and Mm -hmm. those of us who do know how to play you watch them and it's like that's not where your fingers would be what are you doing and i'll tell you the guy who played brian may i mean he must have really really studied with brian may well brian may was on set telling him exactly what to do but still there's you can tell him what to do but like he was like playing note for note that it was really yeah. That was impressive. It, yeah. it really was. You know, you Mike knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, I okay. When you see people and they're like, they're way up on the guitar neck, and it's like, what do you? <laughs> there's no way you'd be playing. It's like Back to the Future. <laughs> right. Back to the Future. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Except Michael J. Fox can really play. That's that's the crazy thing with that. Uh, but yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, that that movie was horrible. Okay. Um, so well, are, thanks for that old, review. You, you know, like two years too late, but we'll get yeah, whatever. I guess we'll take it. It's a holiday you're, thing. You're so. zero for two in my book between that and black sales. Um, hmm. So, <laughs> uh, listen, I did want to start off on a on a very serious but somewhat somber note uh, with the big boating weekend. And what, what the Captain it, Rusty is with us now too. No, there's uh, nothing with- somber about that. How are you doing, Rusty? By the way, <laughs> I'm doing great. Great, right. nice to see everyone. Okay, today. I just wanted to get him in there, make sure he wasn't, you know, the somber right. thing that we had to discuss. So go <laughs> ahead, get that, and then we'll get back to Rusty, Patrick. No, what Ru- is it, Rusty? Rusty is what we refer to as Captain Zequil. Um, so <laughs> hmm. there was an incident that happened last week up in Lake Erie um, with a boat salesman and a customer, and the boat salesman. Uh, eleven-year-old son. the The boat salesman and, and his son are people that I know personally. Mm-hmm. Um, met them years ago, actually, when the eleven-year-old was like maybe maybe two years old. Um, he may have been actually an infant at that time. His his brother was a couple years old is a couple years older than him. And um, I I don't want to go into names and and too too many details because I I did get the specifics from a representative of the dealership. Um, but all three, uh, were found on the customer's boat that they were transporting from the home port marina over to the dealer's marina as a trade-in, kind of going for like a one last ride before he trades the boat in. Mm-hmm. And the boat was found circling, Coast Guard boarded the boat. Um, there's video online. The story, of course, was, was on World of Boating. That was the carbon monoxide thing. issue or thing? Yeah, and, yeah. and uh... The customer and the salesman were both uh, deceased at that time. They they got uh, the young boy to the hospital, but he passed away as well. So it's it's one of those things can never stress enough um, with CO that if you have a boat that's got a living space on it, and that could be a full on cabin, mm-hmm. uh, which each living even every space in that boat like Mike's boat, uh, your aft cabin, your forward cabin, your mid cabin, um, possibly even some people install them in the head compartments as well. CO uh, detectors, um, operating CO detectors that need to be checked. Um, and the thing is, CO detectors don't last forever. 
Okay, they have right. a shelf life. And well, you're supposed get, to check up on them every year, along with fire detectors. No, 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 not no, even no. that long. That no, no, that's fire extinguishers. CO detectors, you should be checking like monthly. Mm. The, uh, uh-huh. the sensors minimum. wear out. So, right. uh, it's it's one of those things that uh, if you have a boat that's maybe got a quarter berth, which have gained in popularity over the last several years, you should make sure that you have a CO detector. And it's just not if you have. You know, of course, your engine's on the boat or a generator. It could be CO that's coming in from uh, another boat, especially if you're moored out somewhere overnight and somebody's got, you know, one of those portable generators that's running out on a swim platform. Uh, unlike a lot of boat manufacturers, which will do a wet exhaust uh, for the generators, uh, those generators are just pumping out into the atmosphere. Uh, this one, I think they're going to find, had something to do with a, like a station wagon effect. Um, that got back into the boat. They weren't going very fast. It wasn't going to be a very long trip, uh, but uh, it it was killed. ventilated properly. Well, it, it obviously it was, it was ventilated properly, but with especially with the seat, with the uh, station wagon effect, whereas the boat's kind of moving at a slower speed and that exhaust. And this was an older boat. This was like a 1987. I won't say the brand name because it really doesn't matter. It wasn't wasn't the manufacturer's fault um it really wasn't anybody's fault because when the coast guard boarded the boat and they actually broke into the boat then the co detector started going off so he had co detectors that were Hmm. that were there and appeared to be operational but never never sounded an alarm anything it was really how how deep they go into this to determine root cause um the failure of the co detectors if they indeed they failed uh I think they're going to find that the CO entered the boat, rolling up the back of the transom in mm-hmm. the back of the boat. Um, takes one per, and we all know CO colorless, odorless. And right, you're 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 done. And this was yeah. extremely, um, you know, not not only big... unfortunate, just just absolutely tragic. Because I again, I know these circumstances yeah. uh, under which it happened. It was the salesman uh, that was trying to do a good thing by his customer and, you know, give him one last ride on this boat that he had had since new, um, mm-hmm. instead of truck taking it by truck. Um, and it just went just horribly, horribly, horribly wrong. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, uh, the moral of the story or, you know, just, you know, check up on those CO detectors, make sure they're up to date. The sensors are working. You, you don't want us reporting on what happened to you. So take that away with us uh, from that story, and our hearts and prayers go out to the family. More coming up. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers, listen up. From their high-impact NK 
resin to their exclusive Power Claw latches. Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department led by his ex-girlfriend and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast i normally don't have a burger a broad and a steak but it is fourth of july and uh, i need the energy if i'm going to start blowing crap up that's what the founding fathers would want. Love the 4th of July, love the 4th of July. I do it up big on the 4th of July. 4th, 4th, 4th of July. 4th, 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 4th of July. Everybody. 4th, 4th, 4th of July. 4th, 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 4th of July. 4th, 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 I think we uh, know it is Fourth of July weekend now. If uh, if you don't know it now, well, that little earworm uh, ought to do it for you. I am uh, Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Barry, the boater, Mike the Mariner, even Captain Rusty, all the way from it's- Jacksonville Marine, with us now. We got a full crew on this holiday weekend. Rusty, how are you, buddy? I'm doing incredible. And yourself? I'm I'm good. I mean, I'm it's been a right. while. I, I I've been I've been missing or not here on on the show. And I miss being there because it's. it's, I it's really he's a, been missing. We last time we saw uh, last time I saw Rusty, he was on the side of a milk carton. But uh, that's all right. But Rusty, that's okay. You're 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 here in spirit because every now and again we'll say, and what would Rusty say? And I'll go uh, <laughs> like huh. that, and that kind of fills the void. All right. Good. 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 Uh, with Rusty here, which is we were. Uh, this is really, really. You would think that you and I scheduled this, but we didn't. Because um, the next thing that I wanted to get into on the show is boat manufacturing, which yeah, it's not as boring as everybody would think, but the imp- the impact that it's having on dealerships right now. This this is something that again, for those who have been listening to the show for a long time, you've heard me 
kind of stand Complain. on my own. No, oh. Petard. Oh, oh, okay. I, I've been 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 in the business since I was eighteen in, in manufacturing. Um, so I just started my thirty fifth year, and I'll say mm. in that time I have Makes you never seventy five. I have never ever ever <laughs> seen what we are going through right now. I've seen the opposite, which is the down cycles where dealers are sitting on excess inventory. And dealers have, they can't get them sold and they're taking a hit on their floor plan and the manufacturers decrease production. What you have now is, I think, something that is, I would say, is totally unprecedented in boat manufacturing, boat sales, which is, I have, not I have, I know there are dealers through multiple brands that have already sold out their entire 2022 model year allotment. And now you think, wow, that's great, right? That's awesome. You guys have pre-sold your entire 2022. Here's the problem. And Rusty will jump in here. You're not, as a dealer, you're not getting paid for those boats until they deliver from the manufacturer and you deliver them to the customer, which means, and there are dealers that aren't going to take delivery until spring next year. Yeah. And this is that is, good or bad, Rusty? No, it, it's it's bad. Well, I don't let Rusty answer from his yeah, perspective. It, it's, it's not ideal. It, it, <laughs> no, it's it's not good. I mean, I'm working on a deal right now on a 34 Catalina, and the delivery date will be mid-April. And so, with it coming in, in April, so a couple of things are going to happen. One is, besides, we're not going to have anything in between, and we have nothing to show, right? So we usually will sell off of a boat. We have no boats to sell off of. This is the first time this past week we actually sold every boat we have. Jacksonville Marine, Blue Water Marine, we have no new boats at so all. So that explains None. why Rusty was able to join us today. <laughs> we got three used boats here, but you know, <laughs> yeah, okay, all, well. All the boats are gone and we'll buy, you know, we'll buy any used boat that you know that we think we can we can turn really? for profit. And that's what everybody's doing. Mm. It's a great time to sell a used boat. I mean, okay. you'll get more mm-hmm. than it's than it's worth. Um We'll talk later after the show. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. Barry, Barry, are you going to go on that? Uh, jump on that boat again? And uh, well, look out? I, I may. It's still sitting in there. I haven't had a chance to use it so far this summer. Oh, Barry, your va- value of that boat has increased two hundred and fifty percent. I know. Yeah. It's it's a good time to sell it. So, and and the other thing that's really happening to us is you know we've had to let a few salespeople go, and because they don't have anything example, to sell. They don't have anything to sell, so they're struggling. <laughs> they're, yeah. you know, they're really struggling. And in Daytona, we're not even going to bring any new boats to Daytona because if we only get one or two in occasionally, then we'll just keep them in Jacksonville. They're going to sell either place. We're not doing any boat shows this fall uh, yep. because there's no inventory. Yep. So we're going to just focus on service in Daytona right now. And the few boats, you know, a couple of used boats will get here. And then if we get any new boats in, you know, maybe one every three weeks or a month, then it'll go to Jacksonville. So inventory is a problem, uh, Rusty, but overall business, you know, you've had a banner a year though, haven't you? It's just the problem of uh, getting enough stock to sell. So on one side of the coin, you could say, well, gosh, you know, they've sold everything they can get their hands on. That must not be terrible. Or I mean, what do do you think from that perspective? So, So for example, Cobalt, 
gives us an allotment and everybody gives you an allotment and we would like about 50 boats next year from cobalt we get 17 so mm-hmm. we're not going to have much inventory at all that's between two stores so we're yeah the boats sell as soon as they get here yeah. but we don't have enough boats to keep selling you know we'll run out we could and, we could be doing yeah. and well. you're and you're not getting paid for those boats until they deliver that's yeah. true hey question for you rusty um yeah is, is it similar to the car business where people that are buying new boats from you typically have a trade-in of some kind is that typical they do uh, so you're losing out on people. that too so you're losing out on right. that too right so and if we can get their trade you know and we like I said, we'll, we'll offer more than like NADA right now, just trying to get the trade. Um, we sell it for more than NADA. Um, mm-hmm. So it's just, it's a, it's a game of trying to make it, make it work right now. And yeah. And you can't even go to auctions and find boats, you know? And you, so. And, and here's where it's going it, to, where it'll probably work to the dealer's advantage looking forward because I'm expecting an influx of pre-owned boats into the market in the next 12 months. People who Mm -hmm. got into boating who had never been in, because I know, Rusty, you're familiar with the CSI surveys. And I know know on our surveys, it's, you know, how many boats have you owned and in what size range? And the number of people that are first-time boaters Mm -hmm. has grown. It's exploded. And trying to keep those people in boating with the challenges, with new boat deliveries, short staff, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the PDIs, the delivery process maybe not going as smoothly, them getting fully instructed the way that they should, lack of knowledge. And then when they have, uh, uh, and we all know this is true with boats, those inevitable warranty issues that, yeah. Well, wait a minute, but hold on, Patrick. Uh, uh, Rusty just said that... Uh, they don't have any boats to sell, so that's where they've directed all their energy. So they're working on service. Maybe they got more time to train those new owners to keep them around. There you go. Look at the bright side. The, the cup is half full. I don't know. That's how I'm going to take it. More coming up. Stay close. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Mike the Mariner, Barry the Boater, Captain Rusty. we got a full crew on this 4th of July weekend. All right, so um, it's a tough time to be a dealer because you have no boats to sell. But, you know, I guess it just depends on how you look at it, how you adapt, is how you survive. And Rusty at Jacksonville Marines made some adjustments, had to limit, you say you had to let some uh, salespeople go just because they don't have any boats to sell. Uh, but yep. but you're trying to I don't know uh, you know let let those boat owners that you have been working with giving them more tools to work with uh, hopefully keep them active in boating right did I sum that out sum that up correctly from your perspective Rusty or what do you think well, we no we, we are trying to to keep them active and you know in boating and try to make sure they have you know best experience they can right um, I think a lot of people bought boats as, as we talked about in the past that weren't necessarily boaters they just mm-hmm. kind of jumped on the bandwagon so mm-hmm. that's that's going to be the issue and i think that exactly what patrick said will happen is there is yeah. going to be a, a big 
market that's going to come. And when inventory comes up, then everybody's going to start producing way too many boats. And then, you know, we're going to have a bunch of used boats and I can see this flipping. So we're going to have a bunch of used boats in a couple of years. And then the manufacturer is going to start getting caught up. And they're going to start pushing boats on us because mm-hmm. they're going to have more inventory then. So, uh, and then it's going to, it's going to go like right now, if you come in and get a boat and you look at the window sticker and you go, well, you take this for it. Well, no, I won't take that for it. The, the sticker says it's this much. That's how much it costs. Mm-hmm. Right. But there's no dealing anymore. Right. Um, so it's just like, you want to buy the boat? You don't want to buy the boat. Somebody else will probably yeah, well, this afternoon. So, you know, go looking forward. I know, I know, uh, from an insider standpoint, the forecast going out the next, call it three to four years. Okay. It is to continue on this upward trend. So for listeners out there, if they're looking at buying a new boat, if they're looking at, uh, you know, in the next couple of years, something like that. I know that customers that have pre-ordered their 2022s, they are price protected. So they're not getting hit with those price increases due to raw material costs, which means if they do decide to sell, they'll actually, they will hit that depreciation like a lot of other people. There you go. More coming up on the World of Boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. All right. Fourth of July. Got big plans? Well, we usually, um, well, my dad's birthday's on the 4th. Well, that's nice. Yeah, and, and, and ever since he, um, did I tell you my dad was decapitated in a boating accident? No. They never found his head, but the rest of him is out, just out by Pomona. Uh-huh. The accident actually happened on the 4th, oh, so, wow. yeah, it was crazy. You were being selected as a woman of the king. Sail, sail, sail the boats. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Barry the Boater, Mike the Mariner, Captain Rusty, rounding out the crew on this 4th of July weekend. Hopefully you're going to make the best of it and enjoy some time out on the water. And uh, I don't know if you are uh, if you have a boat to sell, you might it might be a great time for you. If you're looking for one, well, you know, you might be paying a premium. So we'll see what see what happens and, and uh, you know. Barry, what say you? But I had a question for Rusty. Um, you're talking about you're trying to get more into service and servicing these boats mm-hmm. and taking care of them. Uh, how's your parts supply going? I, I know someone that has a business that uh, it, it's been impossible to get parts to repair things. How is it yeah, going with you? It, no, that's also another challenge. So it's everything, you know, from the whole supply chain issue, of course, with boat manufacturing. But we have trouble getting certain parts. Um, engines, of course, are... If you want a Yamaha engine, that's almost impossible as well, and as well as parts to go along with it. So, it's so I could piece out. I could piece out my boat, probably sell the Yamaha for a premium yeah. right now. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. No, 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 not that Yamaha. Why? <laughs> Why? What's wrong with his? Because his name's little, on it. <laughs> my two-stroke seventy-horsepower Yamaha is beautiful. Runs great. Yeah, it's not going to go too well. Uh, <laughs> 
No, why why do you say that, Patrick? Are you just making a a joke that nobody gets the punchline to, or or what? Why Every boater out there gets the punchline to my joke, Greg, except for you and Barry and me. No, Barry knows exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> do you, Barry? No, actually, I don't. Okay, no, so what is this? Shape. So what are you yeah. saying, Patrick? Please so, explain. How, how old is that engine, Barry? Uh, I have to go look at the manufacturing date on it. At least ten years. <laughs> 10 years. It's got about 350, you, you, 400 hours on it. You, you, you okay. think you got problems getting parts for new engines? Oh, as far as getting parts for this? No, this no. He's talking about selling it. Would he yeah. get a premium if he parted out his vessel like that instead of uh, sell no. the boat outright? No, get get the whole boat sold. The, the, the boat as a whole will sell better than trying to part out the steering wheel and the electronics and well. the engine. I don't and know. Rusty's trailer. having trouble getting Yamaha motors. He might, you might make a deal right here, Barry. <laughs> he's not <laughs> having trouble getting 10 year old Yamaha engines, Greg. No, he's having trouble getting new ones. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Well, but I tried, Barry. Where, but I don't have any, uh, I don't have any electronic parts that uh, are being held up in China. So. Oh, there's a selling point. There well, you, you know, <laughs> in, in a, in a down cycle, uh, service sustains. And this is the first time that I can recall that in an upcycle service is having to carry dealerships to <laughs> maintain, at least keep their head above water. And that's, that's the crazy thing the, it's the, the paradox almost is sales are strong. Dealers are selling, but you got dealers that are getting ready to shut down because they've got nothing coming in for the next 12 months. No cash flow. Yeah. Right. Uh, I know there's another, sales rich cash poor i know there's another dealer here and or that has a satellite store in daytona and one in orlando and they close their daytona store till next year you know um just because they didn't have the the boats or the staff you know to keep it going mm-hmm. so multiple multiple locations are kind of consolidating the one just to try to survive as as we get through it like i said not a problem selling the boat we can sell a boat we just don't have a boat. So. Yeah. yeah, which which does, you know when you start closing locations like that, and then you've got customers in that area that have bought from you and they need service. Now they can't. It grow. It's kind yeah. of get into this this vicious loop, this cycle that mm-hmm. feeds on itself, and sooner or later it starts to kind of come apart in a way that we really don't want to have happen. And we know staffing service qualified, certified, marine mm-hmm. techs is a challenge mm-hmm. as well right now because anybody who is got certifications, especially Yamaha, Merck, Volvo Penta, um, they are gainfully employed. And if you know the open end from a closed end of a wrench, you're probably, <laughs> if you're not working, uh, you're doing something wrong because uh, there's some people out there that I wouldn't let them within mm-hmm. 10 feet of my boat, but they, 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 they are not hurting for business in keeping customers uh, not only with new boats, but you've got the pre-owned boats out there as well that mm-hmm. have issues, and just being able to get to them and get them serviced in a in a very expedient manner, which again is a challenge as well when you're being told four to six weeks parts issues notwithstanding, right. just trying to schedule out service um, is a challenge. But mm-hmm. looking at boat sales and that dealers have pre-sold their allotment of 2022. With boat shows coming up, if you're thinking about this is the time, you can get in, get price protected, do it. Because you're Mm -hmm. not going to see this tail off for about the next 
it. Well, I know going out at least three years, yeah. expecting it to stay uh, on this upward uh, trajectory. The raw mm-hmm. material inflation is about to hit the manufacturers for sure. It's hitting mm-hmm. my business uh, in spades, and so yeah. Now I, I agree. Now Lock is it the in. time if you're if you're in if you're in the market, do it now. If the sure. high prices and low inventory are scaring you uh, from making a purchase now, uh, basically the world of boating crew is saying don't let that uh, keep you from from making the leap because uh, mm-hmm. you still might be in better shape six months from now. You know, fair? Uh, 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 yeah, that's fair. You know, Rusty, I was up at, I was telling you that the dealer up in uh, just south of you um, right. last week and how odd it was pulling into that dealership and the lot is empty the showroom is empty the mm-hmm. back lot is empty it you would think the place was closed down with the exception of the ship store being open yep. you know mm-hmm. and in that particular location just two salesmen working um which if it was if it was my dealership i would turn those salesmen into uh service techs yeah. <laughs> no 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 you don't want to do that no no these these, <laughs> no. these, these two guys i would because oh, okay. <laughs> in, in some aspects, in, at this particular dealership, those two salesmen know the product better than the service techs from a, mm. a functionality yeah. standpoint. Okay, um, I was just I was just saying in general because I'm in sales and I have a sh- very short attention span. Hmm. <laughs> I can remove a fuel pump, but putting one back in, you know. I well, think we've been right. through that already. Yeah, we have. Yeah, so we covered that. Do, do, do not call Mike for a <laughs> Well, overall, uh, Rusty, uh, how do you feel about the future for uh, for the boat industry as a whole? Optimistic or a little pessimistic over the next uh, now, year? Uh, no, I, I feel I feel optimistic. You know, the the worst thing would be people having too much inventory and nobody wanting to buy a boat that exactly. then that's really a struggle. So mm-hmm. it, you know, I think manufacturing will come and if I've considered just trying to get a boat in that we just sell off of, you know, the boat's not for sale. It's kind of like a showroom, right. but if you can actually, people will still order boats and you know, they're, they're kind of getting what they want. They're locking in prices like Patrick was talking about. So we're, we're still able to maintain, we have like our stingray boats. We have 50 on order. Wow. That will, you know, just come in. 50. So when a boat's come in, they're sold. Yeah. But uh, that's the only way you're going to get it right now. And Rusty, mm. from a dealer standpoint, and going to dig a little deep into this subject, dealers are more willing to accept boats that maybe two years ago, they would not have accepted from the manufacturers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As far as what, so, in what sense, what do you mean? Um, that there, <laughs> there, there may be uh, some issues with fit and finish that the dealers are like, is there, okay, we'll finish it out here. You know, okay. You got a couple, you got these gel issues. You got, uh, this wasn't attached correctly. Uh, this wiring's hanging down. You won't even hear the dealers complain right now to the mm-hmm. manufacturers, but when that comes to a stop, because it will eventually, the manufacturers are going to have a problem because with the turnover in manufacturing, their challenges, raw materials aside, the rate of production aside, is keeping trained employees um, and quality in, control in, up to snuff. In, 
well, quality control is one thing, but you know, the because tr- there's a lot of parts of the there's a lot of areas of the boat, Greg, that you don't see, that you can't see, uh, up inside the gunnel, under the floors, things like that. That mm-hmm. uh, manufacturers have instituted critical QC check areas prior to deck set, prior to liner sets, things like that, so that they can head off these issues because the turnover with employees is such that to get somebody up and fully trained on doing some of these functions, yeah, there's a there's a bit of a lag there. Yeah, big investment they got to make, and they got to keep, uh, keep that quality control up. All right, more coming up. Stay close. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the boating world? Well, look no further than the World of Boating Radio Show. Just like you, thousands of boating enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to worldofboating.com, send us an email, and let's get to work to make your marketing message matter. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spiderwebbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers listen up from their high-impact NK resin to their exclusive power claw latches, Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast all right go ahead light her up there barry come on give us a big one this is the world of boating. It's Fourth of July weekend. There it is. There it is. Nice one. Whoa! Beautiful. Hopefully, you're going to make the best of it. See some fireworks out on the water from your vessel this week. Do you got those yes. uh, plans, Mike, on your vessel? Yes, actually, that's what we are doing. We're actually on the boat now, and uh, tomorrow evening they're having a, a big fireworks uh, show uh, right at the entrance to the marina. So if nice. you're in the area, come on down. There you We're go. Food. 
Right. Yeah, because because uh, nothing wait, but, says a good time like fireworks at a marina that's full of fuel and fiberglass boats. People. Makes it just yeah, a little his, bit more his, exciting. His boat has a roof over it, so you know the worst that'll happen is it'll hit a metal roof. Okay. He's got he's got a quarter of that boat that's sticking out from that awning. Oh, he does. Yeah. yeah I'm you got not some under the cover anymore. You got I'm some aluminum not, foil. Uh, yeah. I'm, okay. I'm actually not under the cover anymore. I moved down to the end uh, oh, because no. when the water gets high, my my boat's 18 feet high, and uh, I'd have to move out anyway if we get a couple of tropical systems. So you're so totally I, I exposed. And, and Mike, uh, please go on. Tell us how tall your yacht is. <laughs> it's a tall boat. It's a big <laughs> vessel. A roof. And it doesn't uh, matter yeah, anyway. I couldn't even fit it underneath the awning at the marina. It's so tall. <laughs> well, no, it'll fit just when the water goes up. You have to I have to out. notify the FAA every time that I move. <laughs> you know, Patrick, uh, jealousy is a, is a very bad thing. Uh, it's, it's not. It's not jealousy. It's it's it's. Uh, I'm totally I'm, envious I'm, I'm, of no, Mike. I'm, Come I'm, on, I'm, I'm really happy for Mike. I mean, he's it's a low, it's a low awning. I mean, yeah. most of the boats have to move out when the water goes up. And look, I mean, even yeah, if. I mean, even if it's, the uh, fireworks land on his vessel on the 4th of July, eh, you know, Hurricane Elsa will come and douse everything out. So Sure. We got I mean, our first hurricane of the season. Uh, it's Sanford. Yeah. It's Sanford. Every through. other boat in that marina is like a 14-foot Alumacraft. No. <laughs> no, actually, um, I'm nowhere. There, there's tons of very I, large. But there's a 72-foot Italian uh, yacht in here. Yeah. How what? did he get in there? He d- drove it right in. He's yeah. a friend of mine. Yeah. He knows I mean, people. What, right. what is he? What is, is that like? A uh, is that a jet drive or no? No, it's a it's a seventy two foot Italian. I don't remember the make. Something Ferretti? like Ferretti. It's it's something like Ferretti, but it's not Ferretti. Mm. La Pizza. And uh, he's got uh, 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 big uh, Detroit's or not Detroit's. Uh, yeah, yeah, MTU's in it. Man, he can. Okay. He, he he's probably. I mean, you know. I mean, Lake Monroe. He. He might wind up. We ain't moving for a while. Um, no, there's uh, there's enough water if you stay in the channel. Yeah, there's enough if, water. If, did they ever remark that channel going into that marina? Because they didn't the remark day, it, it. It's the same channel, just the same PVC pipes sticking out. No, of no, no, no. It's full. <laughs> no, these are full markers, full okay. full Coast Guard markers. Yeah, uh, he, he's all prepared. All the way up to uh, all the way up to Highway 415. It's a it's a mark channel. Well, uh, Mike, we we do got to ask before we round up uh, what wrap up today. Have you made any preparation for the sto- first storm of the season here in Florida? Uh, no? Will be actually uh, tomorrow. I'm I'm going to be double lining everything and yeah. um, getting everything secured, and then then I'm going to monitor the storm. And if it looks like it's going to be really strong, which I I doubt. Yeah, it doesn't um, look too I'll bad at the moment. The so glass and take down the canvas and things like that. And just yeah. secure the boat. But right. I think we're going to be okay. This you got to celebrate first, and then everybody will hunker down watching the news. Yeah, I think right. it's only going after Lake Mary. Lake Mary. <laughs> Who's in Lake Mary? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Bill, Bill is in Lake Mary. Oh, okay. Um, we'll go so, with that. <laughs> uh, as we as we start to wrap up, wanted to touch back touch base on something that um, Rusty had bought up which can be, I don't think anybody's really thought this far ahead. You've got manufacturers with boat show season coming up. You've got manufacturers and dealers that are going to be opting not to go to boat shows because dealers don't have any inventory to display. Manufacturers can't afford to take seven or eight or three boats 
um, kind of sideline them for a boat show and tie them up for two weeks. It's going to be interesting to see how everything unfolds here up mm-hmm. through the uh, the Miami boat show in February, uh, starting with really with Lauderdale and New York boat show, things like that, and how that kind of impacts because it is an issue because you, the, again, production that's already been pre-sold manufacturers are having to make deals with dealers who are having to make deals with the customers that we want to use your boat for a boat show. And I know that there's manufacturers that have been reported back to that. The customer said, no, absolutely not. Well, we'll give you X, you know, uh, for hold out for a great deal. And they're they're like, no, I, I don't want anybody on my boat. This is my boat. I want delivery of my boat. I don't want to tie it up for another two weeks at a boat show. Get it to me now, and this is going to be a pro. What if you held a boat show and there were no boats? Is really the, well, what, no. What, what they're going to have? They're going to have full size cardboard cutouts of these boats. Ah, there <laughs> no, you go. Car- yeah. Cardboard is in short supply with the supply chain. <laughs> can't, yeah. can't, can't. They're going to do uh, virtual reality boat shows. Yeah. Where you just, just put on a helmet. Here, large here. TV screens. Well, yeah, walk yeah. walk around your new boat. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Cram drums. The VR um, real helmet. quick. Um, there was a uh, list that came out this week, uh, one that I really hate, um, but it was the top 10 boat names. Um, anybody want to give a guess on the number and number 10? Aquaholic. Well, number did not one, make I, the list. I can't pronounce Dude. number one. <laughs> Andy Ammo. Is that, what? what is Excuse that? Me? means let's go in Italian, which is a great way to segue out of the show. Wow. Right. <laughs> if you the say last, so the, the last name was serenity it's finally at the bottom of the list want to try that again yeah. what, what how do you say it again patrick uh let's go in italian yeah what, and, which and, is andy andy something alamagango <laughs> or whatever okay well anyway remember that'll do it for this week till next time remember whether it's sail or motor life is, life better, is better as, 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 a, as motor. a motor World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at (gasps) worldofboating.com. Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN, ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the world of boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.